so really good to see you mrs philippa parker uh and it's an opportunity to have a chat with somebody who's lived her life with the military indeed so talk to me about your story Okay, so from a, a very young age, the military was very much part of, of my life. My um, father was in the Air Force, and so as such, we spent our whole lives travelling around, following him wherever he, he got sent. And so it was a, a sort of a very moving around, discovering <laughs> lots of different places and learning to be very flexible kind of life. So was this Europe or was it America? Um, it was around Europe. So we lived in Germany, in Russia. Oh, you lived and in then, Russia? Yes. Where in Russia? We were based in Moscow yeah. and living there was great because it gave us opportunities to then explore the rest of the USSR. So, so you were there before the Iron Curtain yes, came down? Yes, yeah, we were there. So it was a very exciting time actually yeah. when we were there because... We lived there from 88 to 1990. Gorbachev, um, was he still there? Gorbachev was still there Glasnost, just. Perestroika. Yes, all of that. First, <laughs> first McDonald's in Moscow opened when we were there. Did you go? We, our school was, because it was a joint um, venture with, I think, someone, a Canadian businessman whose daughter was at our school, we actually went for, the day before it opened, the whole <gasps> school, for a trial run to so the staff could see what it was like to have proper customers um, but I do remember queuing for quite a number of hours <laughs> to to get there on a Saturday when we fancied something a bit different. I have to say I went to I visited uh, Moscow a few times as well and I went to, to visit that McDonald's it was in the middle of winter and all I remember is the uh, people working there with the broom brushing the snow out the door because it's slightly a com interesting climate sometimes in Moscow. Yes actually I mean when we were there the two years we were there we were quite disappointed because it wasn't that cold oh. and so there was snow but it kept melting and we'd, oh. we'd imagined it being white for months on end and it wasn't quite like that. So did you learn any Russian? Um, only little bits in school. We were very much sort of separated from the, the general Russians. We lived in an international compound. Okay. Yeah. Um, so there wasn't a huge amount of interacting with, with and the locals. I suppose particularly at that time, also politically, it would have been sensitive, wouldn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you must have come back to Britain at some point. Yes, came back um, in what was year... Oh gosh, I can't even remember the year group now. It was to do my GCSEs. Mm, yeah. So I had two years at school doing my GCSEs. We lived in Kent and then carried on and did my A-levels there as well. Okay, so you're clearly a, a, a sort of citizen of the world really, aren't you? In that you've experienced different cultures, albeit perhaps not as, as extensively as you would now. Yes. Um, but then... What next for you? What, did, what, 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 what was the sort of vacation, the calling for you? Well, after A-levels, for a long time I'd thought that I wanted to, to be a nurse. Okay. And so I'd got my place all set up at university and then decided that it might be a good idea to have a, a trial run in a hospital just to see what I was letting myself in for. And very quickly discovered that me and blood did, <laughs> did not work well together. A bit of a fundamental and, problem. You should just watch Casualty. Yes, so very quickly decided that I couldn't go and take up my place <laughs> at Nottingham to do nursing and so I looked on uh, the, the clearing um, pages I was going to say website then but we didn't have websites no we didn't have websites um, so so <laughs> trawled, yeah so trawled through lots of different university options and found a really nice looking course a business studies course with tourism and I think the thing that attracted me was knowing in the second year we were going to get to go abroad for some time and you're, you're traveling and, yeah and, and yeah. yeah so that yeah. for me was the, the selling point <laughs> 
Um, and so went and, and did my uh, tourism studies degree and had a lovely four years down in Bournemouth. Oh, how lovely. Yes. And no snow. <laughs> no snow, just lots of, <laughs> lots of sunshine and probably too much time spent on the beach. <laughs> But preparing to be a tourist, actually. Yes, yes. So did you, did you work in the tourism industry? No, I didn't. I decided... So when I finished university, my parents had moved abroad again. Um, and so I really had my pick of anywhere to live and thought Cambridge looked quite nice. So I needed to find a job in Cambridge and found a job working for an ISP internet service provider as an administrator. And that was quite an exciting time because... You know, the internet was just starting yeah. to become. Um, so you were there as sort of pioneering period for it, really. Yeah, 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 and and seeing what was going on behind the scenes. I can remember being part of a um, trial run of a sort of a voiceover IP from a trade show in America, oh, really? and sitting in a tiny office at midnight waiting for that call to come in that wasn't actually using a telephone line but an internet line. Was that? So, and that was at those early stages when they yes, were just trialing it. Yeah. Wow, so, that's amazing. Yeah, so it was, it was quite a, a fun industry to, to be a part of at the time. Wow. <laughs> but the military connections con continued? Well, yes, I, I met my husband. Well, he's now my husband, um, and he was in the army. And so he was off travelling around all over the place. This is the theme of your life, isn't yes, it, really? Yes, <laughs> yeah. Although, I've, since I've come to Cambridge, I've obviously really liked Cambridge because we haven't gone anywhere since then. <laughs> you've, stuck, you've stuck to the city. Well, it's a yes, wonderful place to be, isn't it? It is, yeah. So... Um, you're in the IT industry and obviously things were changing in that industry um, because it becomes more competitive, more global. Well, it's completely global now, isn't it? Yes. Um, at what point did you actually become Mrs Parker, junior school teacher? Oh gosh, Mrs Parker, junior school teacher uh, was eight years ago. So I've been Maybe teaching now, uh, no, well, six years here, sorry, okay. six years in the Stephen Purse Foundation, yeah. two years before that okay. in, a, in a village school near me. Okay. Yes. So um, how did you end up being a teacher? Well, when I'd been working um, in the IT industry, we'd, I worked closely with offices in India and in America, and they were restructuring the company. So I knew for about a year that the department was going to close down and it was my opportunity then to think, what do I really want to do? And while I very much enjoyed working in the IT industry and I had some fantastic colleagues, I thought there's something missing something that I want a little bit more from a job. The part of you who wanted to be a nurse coming out. Possibly, perhaps. yes. And, and I just thought, now I can retrain, I can do anything I want to do. Yeah. And obviously I knew I couldn't do the nursing. Yeah. So I then started to look into the teaching. Both my sons had started primary school. So you had an interest so, in education anyway. Yeah, and spent a, a little bit of time going into their school, helping out, and just realised that it was the environment that made me really, really happy. Yeah. And that was the way to go. And you've not looked back. No. Because you haven't been trekking around the world. You haven't, <laughs> you haven't been sort of, you don't have itchy feet anymore. I no, I like don't. So you found I, your calling. I, I definitely have found the job that is the right job for me. It took me a little while yeah. to, to find what was the right thing. I mean, I still, still do like doing my travelling. Yeah. And we, we have a caravan and we drag that around Europe most summers because obviously we have the nice long summers. Yeah. But that's, that's enough for me. And then I can come back to the safety of of school and knowing that this is this is where I'm happy so looking back at your younger self you know when you decided that you were squeamish about blood um 
And knowing what you know now, what advice would you give to the young Philippa? Because you weren't Philippa Parker then, obviously. No. The young I, Philippa. Um, I just think to follow things that make you happy. Don't worry too much about the sort of looking forward and what you're what you should be doing as an adult and um, following a, a definite path but just be happy doing what you're doing living in the now mm. and things kind of fall into place after that and I think I think you're absolutely right and it's, it's just it, too many people live in the tomorrow don't they mm. and they're restless about the now and I think if, if 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 a young person followed that advice I think it would save them an awful lot of grief I mean, I, th I think there is this, this concern that we need to have a career path mapped out. We need to know where we're going, that we're going to do our GCSEs and A-levels, go to university. And actually, there are so many different options available. And even if you do choose something at university, it doesn't mean that you have to do that as your, your career. And, you, you know, there are plenty of opportunities in your life to retrain and just just doing what makes you happy at the time, I think, is really important. And that, is, that, that resonates so well with the future. We talk about the future of unknowns all the time mm. because of, you know, AI, etc. And, and there will be extraordinary opportunities for young people. And I think the, the norm seems to be the portfolio career, doesn't it? Yes. Not to mention the portfolio family mm -hmm. because that's part of your life as well. Yes, yeah. It's been really interesting talking to you, Philippa. Who knew that you went into McDonald's in Moscow the day before it opened? <laughs> What a first. It's a shame you didn't have selfies then, because that would have been yes, a hell of a selfie. Yes, no, didn't have anything like that then. <laughs> Thank you so much for giving up your time. It's Thank been really you. good to chat to you.